The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And good morning, everyone, and welcome to the uh, Mile Rate. Uh, it was a terrific night for Greg Sugars and also for uh, Emma Stewart, our leading trainer, uh, last night at Melton. Somewhat of an interesting day and an interesting night. Um, there wasn't a lot of opportunity, unfortunately, and very much unfortunately, to be able to place a bet with a tab, and that rang right through the day and through the night. Rob Orba joins me on the Mile Rate, as he will every uh, Sunday morning, to uh, wrap up the night. Um, uh, odd enough without having any crowds around at the race meetings, but not uh, being able to bet too uh, uh, would have felt like you were wearing a straight jacket or your your arms were tied or your hands were tied there. Rob, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Dan. It was certainly a very challenging day and night, uh, no question about that, even uh, part of the Trots Vision coverage uh, last night with Luke Humphreys uh, not having those fluctuations and being able to give uh, a really good summary regarding the betting uh, moves for the night was difficult. However, the show went on. We saw some great racing and Greg Sugar's uh, highlighted uh, the night with three winners and some great performances, uh, a great uh, result for Stephen Clark and Miss McGonagall taking out uh, the Silver Chalice last night. That was a Group 3 event, and Tam Major was terrific in taking out the Allied Express pace. Well, at this time of the year, it's the claimers that often take uh, the spotlight and the Hero Battle of the Claimers final was one of the features at uh, Tabcorp Park Melton last night. It was also the uh, third leg of a driving treble for Greg Sugars, who had a wonderful start to the program. And the winner of this race, Rob, is uh, trained by Kima Frenning, uh, Bopper Jet, and uh, did a fantastic job in taking out the Battle of the Claimers final. So let's uh, have a reminder of how Bopper Jet went about his work. Jet held back to them by Sugars, 29.1 third quarter. Gupta's Cullen kicks back. Rock and Roll Noah awaits the run. Valiente into the clear from Pocket the Deal. Out wide it was Freddie Funk. In the straight, Bopper Jet given some rain now by Sugars. Goes three metres in advance. Valiente's up to second. But Bopper Jet from Valiente in the run of the line. Late the inside, Rock and Roll Noah. But Bopper Jet's just too good. Bopper Jet by a metre and a half to two metres. Valiente second. Rock and Roll Noah a neck away third. Gupta's Cullen fourth. Then... The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Well, Bopper Jet, I think it started the favourite. It should have if it didn't, Rob. Um, um, we're not 100% sure, really, are we? Um, but, look, had something on them, looked really well placed in the race, uh, did all the work, and it was a dominant win. It was. Uh, there was a few worrying moments at the start of the race. Uh, the horse uh, settled uh, out three wide and went uh, a little bit awkward in its gait. Certainly wasn't pacing fluently, but once uh, he was able to stride up outside the leader, the sectionals uh, in the early part uh, were still solid, solid enough. 28.3 and 29.8 that first uh, 800 metres, but he got to the breeze and he settled a lot better. Greg seemed to have the race well in his control coming to the 400 metre mark. He knew his dangers. Valiente was parked in behind. He was having a good look around and he knew he had the leader covered. And once he asked Bopper Jet to stretch out in the straight, uh, the eight-year-old raced away. A great result for Kima Frenning. She's doing a great job in the training rank. She's only training a few horses and certainly uh, spends a lot of time uh, regarding the attention to detail with her animals. And she's getting the great results from Bopper Jet, who hasn't been the most easiest horse to train over the years. Valiente was solid. Rock and Roll Noah was a nice run. So was Gupta's Cullen. And uh, really out of the race, uh, Bopper Jet was just too good, Dan.
couple of claims in the race. Often uh, these claimers' finals will see uh, a lot of claims, but uh, perhaps the lack of uh, opportunity for people being on track doesn't help that cause, at the moment at least. Uh, so who will end up in other stables going forward? Well, Valiente was claimed. He, he was in for $10,000. He's a four-year-old. Not often you see uh, four-year-olds in for $10,000. Valiente, who's certainly done a good job since joining the uh, the Karen Manning stable, was claimed. And so was Guptus Cullen from the pole position uh, for Sean McNulty. So uh, both uh, horses have been claimed and will be moving to a new uh, territory at uh, some stage soon. Rob, the Allied Express pace was a sixth race. Well, this was as good as any of the country cups I think we would have seen last season um, with the likes of uh, Tam Major, Code Black, Major Times. Uh, they're all top liners, well and truly capable and have uh, made Group 1 races throughout the course of uh, uh, the last year or so. But uh, it was Emma Stewart, one, two, three. Emma Abel was uh, training three winners on the program, but the fast-class horses here, this is a really good race with a lot of depth. Uh, the Allied Express pace and and Tam Major, he, he's only a five-year-old. It seems like he's been around for a while, but uh, from Barrier 13, defeating Barrier 12 and Barrier 11. So the class seemed to rise to the top. Here's the finish of the Allied Express. Eureka is under pressure. He's been headed off by Major Times at the 300. 28.4 third quarter. Here's Code Black. Tam Major. Rack him up. Tiger Pisolitic. Rock and Roll Eyes. Nowhere to go. Somewhere secret into the clear. Followed by Better Be the Bomb. Around the turn at the 150. Major Times joined by Code Black. Here comes Tam Major down the outside. The cream rising to the top. Code Black has grabbed the lead, but Tam Major's after him. Tam Major on the outside with the card up into it. Moved up. Grabbed the lead. And Tam Major got up to score. Tam Major beat Code Black by two metres. Four metres major times, third and Emma Stewart train trifecta. As Luke Humphrey said, the cream rises to the top and uh, they were the, uh, the highest assessed horses in the race, running one, two, three, all from the Emma Stewart stable. Yeah, very good performance by Tam Major, Dan. He hadn't won since the 24th of August 2019, so he'd been out of the winners list for uh, well over uh, 12 months, but his performances uh, during that period of time have been very solid. He ran some great racing, uh, you know, obviously went around in the Kilmore Cup and, and finishing... Uh, third and then he went to Swan Hill the pacing cup finished third there the four and five year old championship third Geelong Cup third Cranbourne Cup second he just couldn't nail the win but he finally got through last night and I think the key point to that race was down the back straight they obviously the Emma Stewart horses as we see quite often making a move uh, together and we saw major times take off three wide Code Black had the beautiful trail into the race and Tam Major was parked on the back of Code Black but once major times found the breeze that exposed Code Black, which really gave Tam Major the best card into the race. And coming to the home turn, you probably had the feeling that Tam Major would uh, outstay him, and he did. And it was a very good performance. Emma Stewart training the trifecta. Code Black continues to race well. Major Times continues to race well. I thought the eye-catching run was Malcolm's Rhythm. A really good run. Hit the line strongly for David Aiken and Josh Aiken. Better be the bomb. Another very good performance. Second up for Basil Dooley. Isn't he doing a terrific job with his team of horses? And somewhere secret first up, even though it was well beaten, I think we'll get a lot of benefit from that run. Emma Stewart uh, completing a training treble, but with that trifecta in that race, with all of those uh, very good um, fast-class horses. Uh, Rob, the, the Group 3 Garrard Silver Chalice was the feature for four-year-old mares, a $30,000 race that ended the program. Uh, good field, Kualoa and um, 
Uh, it was uh, well in well in the market, of course, and two times better. Uh, but this little bonnie mare called Miss McGonagall uh, has had a wonderful season, and what a super job Stephen Clark has done. And James Herbertson took the drive here on Miss McGonagall, but I think she's a favourite mare of many. She is a terrific performance. Uh, so often you see horses go around in the Queen of the Pacific and. A lot of them don't back up after that. It's a pretty tough, gruelling race for the mares. And Miss McGonagall, who was first emergency in that race last week, gained a start and caught the eye with a slashing performance by finishing fourth. And at times you wonder, are you going to back up okay the following week? And she did. She was terrific. She found the lead, travelled strongly throughout. She had Kualoa, who came outside to have a look at her two times better, let down with a big sprint from back in the field. But she was too good. She returned a mile rate of 156.3 for the 22.40, and she finished off her last two quarters in 28.2 and 27.5. She'll be heading towards the Vic Bread uh, finals on New Year's Eve, obviously the, the four-year-old mares uh, division. As we've probably seen from the Silver Chalice last night, the, there's probably a little bit of lack of depth in this type of bracket at the moment. Kualoa was disappointing. She's just not going uh, as well as what we used to seeing her. Uh, obviously, the Emma Stewart star will be having a look at where she's at at the moment. Two times better was a really good run first up, made a long sustaining run from back in the field. We'll certainly get benefit out of it. M- M- Miller Joy and Madame Annie both really nice runs. They're going to win the race very soon somewhere. But Miss McGonagall, outstanding performance. Stephen Clark, take a bow. You've done a fantastic job with her, and we look forward to watching her over the next six weeks or so. Rob, back to the first on the program. This was the DNR Logistics, um, and like a wildfire, brought up the first of three wins uh, for Greg Sugars and also for uh, for Emma Stewart here. Um, In the end, just proved a little bit too good for them. Margin was clear at the finish. Uh, What do you make of its performance and, and perhaps some of the rivals, and if there's anything to follow out of the race? Yeah, it looked like a wildfire was just too classy. Greg Sugars again summed up a slow tempo early in the race. He quickly popped round to the breeze, sat outside Glen Avril King, and he was just too strong. He just had a class uh, factor there against his rivals, and obviously he's a horse that potentially, providing he can get some continuity in his racing, he seems to have those two, three starts, and he goes missing, and then he comes back again and performs well, and then goes missing. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think if he's got to take the next step forward, he's, he's got to get continuity of racing. Let's rock, let's roll. Really caught the eye, hit the line strongly. Glen Avril King led. Doesn't seem to go as well when it leads. Uh, obviously lacks a little bit of concentration there. His performance was fair. The black booker out of the race was Young Rooster. Dan for Amanda Turnbull. Ready to win. His figure form hasn't read anything special. He's just having no luck, but he will be winning very soon. Race number two was the Pride's Easy Feed, and um, Amira got a lot of time for Swiss Miss. Well, she made up for that she, I thought she was disappointing the start before. Uh, she ended up running third, but uh, from barrier number one, she was able to uh, uh, lead in the early part, surrender the lead, and then uh, utilise the sprint lane, and she was a little bit too good. Uh, nice mare going through the classes, but beat some handy horses as well. Yeah, look, that was her third run uh, here in Australia. Uh, Andy, uh, we interviewed Andy and Kate last night on Trot's Vision. Uh, Swiss Miss probably disappointed to their expectations, second up, even though finishing third. Last night, Swiss Miss led, always ready, came around. I'm not sure whether the intention was to hand up, but it did come around pretty quickly. And 
Swiss Miss took the trail. They weren't going that hard. It was certainly a race pretty much ready to, to suit always ready. But Swiss Miss just had too much speed, just dashed past it. And obviously she's a mare with uh, quite a lot of talent. And if she get, keeps uh, keeps her uh, gates uh, in uh, in, in good condition as far as her trotting gait, uh, she, she'll continue to win races. Always ready was good. Uh, you know, probably we expected a little bit better from him last night, but at the same time, there was nothing wrong with his run. Dynamic Legacy continues to tease the whole world. He'll put in that slashing run, which he did last night, but doesn't seem to back it up. Uh, but again, his performance was good. Kean Levan had no luck, uh, certainly a horse to follow, and Scruffy Doolan also uh, going nicely. He, he just continues to, to race consistently. But I think probably the black booker out of it, for my sake, is Kean Levan, and mainly from a consistency point of view. Dynamic Legacy was good, but he does, uh, he does trick a lot of people. Race uh, number three, the Woodland Studs. Zadarka is a newcomer to the Greg Norman stable. Good to see Greg with uh, with a winner at Melton and uh, another Greg, Greg Sugars. It was the second leg of his uh, treble last night. Tell us what you think about Zadarka. Yeah, look, I had a chat to Greg yesterday afternoon. He, he trains a horse for me, uh, Dan in Polar Lights. And, you know, he's really, you know, he was really upbeat about the chances of Zadarka last night. He, he did say to me it's got a really good sprint on him. Uh, he was... Really happy with his run first up. He was scratched, uh, I think, at Shepparton uh, at his next start when he went out on the track. And, look, he last night he was outstanding. I mean, he had to come out from a fair way from home, and he just was too quick for him. Uh, it was a really good performance. He's a seven-year-old race by the Cormac team from South Australia. Uh, Greg, obviously, a private trainer for him, for the Cormac family. And great job. He does a fantastic job, as we've known, for a long, long period of time. Hit the sky, ran his really honest race. He looked the winner, but Zadaka was just a bit too quick over the last concluding stages. And Greg Norman trained the third horse, CC in America, was uh, nice and consistent again. Laid back Kenya, former Tassie horse, caught the eye, Danny, for Jeffrey Smith. He's won for the Black Book. I think he'll be winning somewhere soon in Victoria. Laid back Kenny. Race uh, four, we went through with Bopper Jet, which completed Greg Sugars' uh, third winner. So of the first four races, Greg driving three of them. Uh, Emma Stewart trained three winners. Uh, the second leg of her treble was always fast, driven by Jodie Quinlan. Uh, always fast. Key here was back to the front line and over the short trip, I think, Rob. Yeah, look, I was pretty confident that we'd see the best of uh, Always Fast last night. He just seems to be a really good horse when he's in front, and in particular over that short course. We saw that during the Mercury Series early in the year. Uh, he was able to lead. He went a mile rate of 152.8. Uh, that was a, a great time for Always Fast. And coming to the home turn, he looked like he was... Uh, going to get off the bit but he just kept finding and kept trucking to the line he's a pretty strong horse uh, and last night he was just too good for him Torrid Saint uh, finishing second was really consistent he continues to go well Torrid Saint he, he's going to win one of these races very soon the eye catcher I think we've been highlighting this horse now for a few weeks Diamonds and Cash uh, he's ready to win for Andy and Kate Gath he's going really well this horse uh, he just needs to get the right draw and the right race uh, he'll be winning uh, Major Assassin was honest uh, I cast no shadow yeah probably didn't let down the, the way we expected him last night uh, Brad Chisholm had his birthday like yesterday so happy birthday to Brad and four big men had to do a little bit too much work but look from, from the race I mean Diamonds and Cash clearly was the black booker and he'll be winning very soon I'm another masterpiece um, disappointing oh I just had to do too much work Dan uh, look he was out 
three wide. The times in, in that race, 27.930, but it was down the back straight, took the sting out of him, 27.5, and he just couldn't get up the straight in 27.9. Disappointing because he was the favourite. I just think you've got to forget about that run. I suppose the question is, you know, if you're a horse that's going to get up to that you know, next top level, you should be able to do some extra work and still be able to sort of fight out the finish. Last night, he was certainly vulnerable and probably wasn't able to perform to what most people would have expected. Well, uh, Sahara Tiger, number 13, wasn't unlucky. Uh, There's a big band of owners involved in Sahara Tiger. Uh, A few of them are on the board of Harness Race and Victoria. So there'll be a lot of smiling faces, but he's a pretty smart pacer and got the job done from that uh, outside backline draw. Yeah, well done to Gary and Debbie Quinlan. Uh, they do a fantastic job uh, down at Drew and West. And Sahara Tiger, I think what put people off last night was Barrier 13. It was a very even field. It was one of those races you, you probably knew there was going to be some many winning chances. However, Sahara Tiger just proved too good. Perfectly driven by young Jack Law. Look, Jack's a very talented young man. He's just got to keep his head down and keep working hard at what he does. I think to to succeed in this sport, it's about keep presenting yourself and and keep doing the right things. And Sahara Tiger has got loads of ability, and Jack handled the horse absolutely superbly last night. As you said, raced by uh, a big group of owners, and Peter Watkinson, who's uh, a board member on Harness Racing Victoria, he's got a lot of people into the game through his ownership of his breed of horses. Uh, he, he bred Sahara Miss and quite a lot of horses before that, and Peter's been able to bring uh, lots of different people uh, in the ownership. Uh, there's the Priority Divisions Group, the Baldwin Footy Club, 400 Club Group, so it's it's great to see. I think Dale Monteith's got a share in it as well, so well done to him, and a great win. Majestic Cruiser, two weeks now, two starts in a row, it's caught the eye. Uh, it's, it's ready to win Majestic Cruiser. Terry Rama just continues to race well. He just has no luck. He's always uh, a little bit doing uh, the, the hard work for other horses, and he was terrific again last night. Major Do- Jody for Peter Cole. He's doing a really good job, perfectly handled by Daryl Douglas last night. Ran well. Uh, Mongiana's ready to win, not having a lot of luck at the moment. Uh, was held up. Shuby Doo got to the line nicely. So there's probably a few horses there. In similar races, they're all going to be winning races if they get the right draw and the right run. I'm no outlaw. Uh, carried a flat tyre after Sulky was contacted early on. The trot, well, Sundon's Courage. How many times have we talked about this horse, Sundon's Courage? His first hurdle he has to overcome is to trot all the way. When he does that, he's usually competitive. And, and last night, well, he was more than competitive in the right race. Yeah, it was. Uh, Brad Angove, who trained Sundon's Courage, done a terrific job with this horse. He's been racing at the top level. And as you mentioned, Dan, it was a question of him doing everything right. He got away nicely. Ryan uh, Duffy elected to go to the pegs there. At one stage, I thought, wow, you're, you're pretty brave. But if anything, it probably made the horse concentrate. He, he seemed to be travelling so strongly down the back. He just needed an opening. And when Chiron started to give way, you could see the heavens were going to open up for Sundon's Courage. And when he came to the home turn, it looked like he was going to let down. And all of a sudden, he put in a couple of short ones. It looked like he was going to gallop. And Ryan Duffy did a terrific job keeping him together. And he was just too fast and too strong at the finish. Brad Low Prince uh, was good again, only got beaten in the neck. He probably, I don't know whether he over-races, he just gets a bit keen in front and probably just took the sting out of him at the finish. But when Sundon's Courage moved alongside him, he, he tried to rally to go with the horse. Uh, he battled on really strongly. 
well-defined. Kate Hargraves and Alex Ash were doing a terrific job there. Jason Lee drove well-defined last night. He ran well. And probably the one that's going to be winning sometime soon is Miss Blissful. I, I didn't mind the run of Miss Blissful. I think there's, there's a win for, for that horse coming up soon. Monaro Maro galloped away at the start, which obviously uh, paid way for any hope that he had, and also Wambro Wasted, who can do that as well. But Sundon's Courage, too good last night, and probably the horses to follow there. Might be Miss Blissful. I think there's a win somewhere for Miss Blissful sometime soon. Rob, uh, thank you once again. Look forward to catching up with you with uh, next Sunday morning's uh, The Mile Rate Show. We'll have plenty to wrap up. We'll have the semi-finals of uh, the Breeders' Crown action at Tabcorp Park next Saturday night. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday and back a winner at Cornwall today.